Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to War of the Narrative. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Tuesday. I hope that's right. It's Tuesday. The... (laughs) I can't believe I'm questioning that. These days are so messed up because I'm not even paying attention to my calendar these days. So it's Tuesday, November 21st. Golly, I had to think about that one for a minute. There it is. I had a look on my phone right there, right in front of me. Tuesday, November 21st in the year 2023. We are literally in the middle of one of the craziest and most insane wars ever because everything is based on perception. And unfortunately, the way we are right now, perception rapidly becomes reality, whether or not it's actually true. And that's at the core of information warfare. And we are literally in the most intense global information war we've ever witnessed in the history of mankind. And it's affecting everything. And we've talked a lot about this over the years, but tonight we're just going to dig into some of these pieces that we have to keep vigilant about. Because at the end of the day, we're literally dealing with the concept of life versus death. And the more that they can create chaos and disorder and discord, the more that we will walk into the traps of death rather than speaking life over this earth. And that's ultimately how they're fighting this war. It's not any more complicated than that, though it seems so. It's not any more threatening than that, but it seems so because they have the power of the narrative in their hands. And with that, they're able to control perception. They're able to control your emotions. They're able to get you thinking in crazy ways when in fact, literally, it's nothing more than just saying no, and in all truth, turning your eyes towards God and saying, send me. All right, Patriots, before we get going, we're going to say call out a couple of our great sponsors, one of which is Birch Gold, and they've got a Black Friday special that's going to end at the end of this week. Right now, if you open an IRA for gold, for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. But you have to text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 to claim the eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can even help you convert an existing IRA and 401k into an IRA in gold with no money down out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar, which is pretty amazing. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. Now look, when the national debt is greater than the total GDP... You know it's time to diversify away from the U.S. dollar. And Birch Gold makes it very convenient to move some of those assets into physical gold. Birch Gold is an A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and it has thousands of satisfied customers. So text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 and receive a free info kit on gold and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualifying purchase. Pretty good deal what I'd say. Let me start with an article. Pentagon seeks to rapidly build up information warfare force. So it goes on here. This is actually posted in 
I have to find it. It's hmm, interesting publication. I didn't even get their name. It's c4icer.net, which is interesting. Washington, the U.S. military lacks the ability to quickly deploy personnel that can fend off malevolent actors trying to shape public opinion and must act now to build up such information forces according to a newly revealed Pentagon strategy. Conquering the information ecosystem with social media chatter to government propaganda is increasingly important as mis- and disinformation proliferate and world powers, including China and Russia, try to influence foreign affairs from afar. The Defense Department must build a process to rapidly deploy teams of information forces, including the Reserve Force, and foster a related workforce compromising military and civilian experts according to the 2023 Strategy for Operations in the Information Environment. Improved recruiting, training, and career pathways are needed for the effort. So the congressionally mandated document was made public November 17th, months after internal publication. The information warfare represents a persuasive brew of public outreach, offensive and defensive electronic capabilities, and cyber operations. It, continue, it combines data, awareness, and manipulation to gain an advantage before, during, and after major events. I like the manipulation part. In other words, we're the government. Trust us. We're here to help. That's what they're saying, and I'm sure you do. So a few things about this and this information warfare. And I think the first thing you have to realize that is information is now a strategy in warfare at another level where it is, in, it is part of the game to influence the people of a nation and to leave them lost, or disoriented, and confused. And in fact, then seed opposition forces which will further fuel the discord and create a rifts and permanent hatred. This should sound familiar to you because this is exactly what we've been living through. And our government is a foreign entity to begin with. And they are actively enrolled in using information warfare against the U.S. public. And ultimately, to destroy the confidence the people have in the government, to destroy the unity that people have between themselves, to break down and break up families, to overstress people so that they quit and give up, and to do all of that to roll out a new world order based on the tyrannical system of CBDC and total monetary control. Information warfare is critical to this because the people that are running this attack on the United States cannot take us down any other way. But they're doing it. And they're doing it in so many aspects. One of them is child sex trafficking. If you go out into the world and you ask for a statistic on the number of people that got the COVID shot, they're going to be able to tell you what it looks like per zip code. If you look for a information on train wrecks, train rail wrecks, you're going to get a zip code level reference and, and information that tells you exactly where every train wreck occurred. If you ask for the number of drunk drivers last year, you'll get a national database of information. If you ask for people that are arrested for hard drugs, marijuana not being one, heroin, cocaine, you're going to get an accurate list on this. But if you ask for a consolidated list of child sex trafficking, you're going to get zilch, nothing. 
They're going to tell you it doesn't. there's not that many people really involved in it. They're going to tell you you have to go county by county. We know that's a total lie. This is a demonstration of information warfare at its worst, where it's used to, against the people to lull them to sleep. And while they're, what they're doing is weaponizing, a, using as a cover to weaponize a system behind that that people won't look at, and they'll consider it just as a conspiracy theory, and then they get away with, with absolute murder. Our government is all over information warfare. This is how they live and how they remained in power. And they use every aspect out there. And so when you read a document like I was just reading, where it's referencing the fact that the Department of Defense is involved in this, it's referencing that there's a Pentagon element to this. They're not giving you a specific army branch of the service, but it seems to be generally everywhere. This is a plan here that also has a dual-edged sword because any of these mechanisms that they're building can easily be deployed against the U.S. public, which obviously is no small thing. Because what they're trying to do is just trying to set the conditions that this militant, this militant psychopathic elite that is currently in power is trying to use the information space to break people's will and ensure a total command victory over the world. And the one thing they hate the worst, and if you are one, it's those who believe in God. Because when you believe in God, you are not going to give allegiance to them, and you're going to look for truth into the heavenlies. And when you look for truth in the heavenlies, you start to step away from the systems that they have you gridded in, the systems that they want you entrapped in. You're not being an obedient slave. can't be obedient slaves and win this war. So let's look at another aspect of information warfare. I think just right up here is a question of integrity. A leaked document from the National Security Agency reveals advocacy of divisive racial and gender ideologies with a particular focus on white people are, are, who are characterized as oppressive. A copy of NSA's, NSA's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Glossary, published in May of 2022, has recently obtained, was recently obtained by the Daily Wire. The glossary defines 327 social justice terms and explicitly promotes critical race theory and LGBTQ ideologies. It defines settler colonialism as enforcing codes of superiority such as white supremacy. Examples include white European occupation of the land in what is now the United States, Spain's settlements throughout Latin America and the apartheid government established by the white Europeans in South Africa. White fragility is defined as a state in which, an even, which even a minimum amount of racial stress becomes intolerable triggering a range of defensive moves in white people. Huh. I didn't know I had defensive moves when someone was doing this. These moves include the outward display of emotions such as anger, fear, and guilt, and behaviors such as argumentation, silence, and leaving the stress-inducing situation. These behaviors in turn function as functions to reinstate white racial equilibrium. Hmm, it's interesting. Did you vote for white racial equilibrium? Racial stress includes, from an interpretation to what is racially familiar, 
The document says while citing Robin D'Angelo. Okay, so this is really important, these couple of things here we've gone over. First of all, you got the NSA now involved in talking about critical race theory. I mean, this is wonderful. And secondly, what you've got going here in all of this is a complete undermining of the system being run by the most powerful data collection and intelligence agencies in the world. We are looking at a complete dismantling of us from the behind the scenes. And we talked last night in two shows about the war on the family, which is the war on the root. But you can't get a war on the family unless you have control of your propaganda space. And then what you have to be able to do, especially as we're doing right now, is as you have control over your propaganda space, your information warfare space, your influence space, which they do because they, they control the media. CIA's Project Mockingbird is phenomenal how deep and wide it is. You change the university's teachings. Get all that. But we are dealing right now in this massive framework where they're literally waging war on the public. They're using these intelligence agencies to do it. They've got the war of the family going on. And the only way they can keep that going is if they continue to control the massive information space to where people don't look. If people realized the magnitude of this war, which is to the root, which is that they've been trying to sterilize men and doing it at high speeds, that they're using eugenics methodologies to wipe out people, if they really got people were able to really see the real statistics of the consequence of the vax, the number of people that are dropping dead or are actually paralyzed right now because of it or permanently disabled, they were able to see the real stories. This war would be, people would be at a whole different place. Some would probably still be in shock, but that's another subject. But all of this is coming out of a highly biased organizational structure. NSA, to embrace this sort of garbage, which is one of the most powerful data collection systems groups in the world, it's telling you how they're weaponizing critical nodes in our government and our, against our people. And that's exactly what this is doing. Because this is all about a white genocide movement going on right now, and it is rooted in this country, and it's taking a form that most people aren't realizing. And it's basically taking a form of sterilization. That's happening. So we're in a war right now, a critical one, a one that is trying to, as we know very well, trying to so deeply corrupt our nation that we're left with nothing even if we win. That there's nothing left. There's no trust left. There's nothing. These people don't even have to do anything. All they have to do literally is they just have to step aside, let us, let the whole thing fall and be corrupted and come in and buy it up on 10 cents on the dollar. They don't have to fight us. They don't have to do anything. Now, here's another piece on the information warfare space, which I find very interesting. The headline is, don't stand, don't be manipulated, stand with X. Elon Musk has promised X files suit against Media Matters. Now, in Media Matters, just so we understand, um, and this goes on, but this is a letter, an open letter from Ken Paxton, has officially opened an investigation into media matters for potential fraudulent activity. The Office of Attorney General, OAG, is opening an investigation into media matters for potential fraudulent activity under the Texas Business Organizations Code and the Deceptive Trade Practices Act. The OAG will vigorously enforce against nonprofits who commit fraudulent acts in or affecting the state of Texas. About time. So this is 
Elon Musk on an early Saturday morning posted that the social media platform X will be filing a thermal nuclear lawsuit against left-leaning nonprofit media matters and all those who colluded for completely misrepresenting the real user experience on X. So they're fighting, you're seeing some fighting back, but still these things, Media Matters, by the way, was set up with seed money to support the Democrat agenda agenda back in 2016. It was led by a person by the name of David Barack, who is quite probably a pedophile. Just so you don't have any cons- have any questions of where I stand on him. He's a he's a communist whore and he's he believes in shutting down any voices of opposition to him. That's what he's paid to do. He's a media hit person. He's an assassin. And that's who hit Bardsfest 1, his organization, to try to shut it down. So we finally have a lawsuit going against them. But just imagine the latitude that they've been having as judges protect them, as they seed in, as they, they get behind articles, they seed information into the mainstream media. All of it's shaped, and people are to continue to be locked into a matrix. Remember, this entire war that we are on is not about one truth versus another. There isn't one. There's one truth. It is about keeping people at odds with one another and wearing them down to such a degree that ultimately they give up and give in. We don't think that way in warfare too much because, quite frankly, the United States is a very impatient nation. And we want things done now. So it's hard to even get people to push for four years between presidents and in in someone's trying to get elected because that four years for them is... 15 different ideas that they've come up with, their heads are completely scrambled, and they end up being in just a mess as they walk into the world. So I, I really have to be clear when we're talking about the effect of information warfare. It is intended to permanently confuse and cause a maiming in a public so that the public can be easily herded and controlled. And this is a lot of what we are currently witnessing right now. It's still going on, but instead of being the forefront of everything, it's quietly fallen to the backside in the shadows, which is even worse because people don't see it and they're not tracking it. But these people are also the same ones trying to engineer a nuclear thermal nuclear war by getting people to believe in threats that don't really exist. Information warfare in principle is all about that. There's information warfare and PSYOP. And there's a slight difference, and it's enough to understand. PSYOP is literally where I'm trying to get you to believe and influence your thinking in such a way that you will, without realizing it, I've redirected your actions because I'm controlling the territory of your mind and the way you process and do business. Information warfare is similar. And PSYOP warfare, psychological operations, is a subset to information warfare. So information warfare is this place of Using your tools of communication, your tools of media, your tools, the range of gamut of things that are out there. It is your objective in information warfare to create a redirection, persuade the people to follow somebody else, and ultimately to use that information in information warfare to gain greater control, greater understanding, and long-term influence over a society and drive them totally away from where they are intended to go or where they might go naturally. So David Barak is a representation of a civilian media piece. And so when you read about the Pentagon needing to hire a new army and train them, it's actually a little bit comical because most of the people, if they would look around, that they could hire, like former ad agency folks and people that are good in in 
the social media space. That redefines a doctrine again, but it's not going to be a doctrine they're going to redo quickly. But nonetheless, information warfare is the critical backbone to everything they do to try to persuade and influence you where you're going. I've used this example before. It's critical to understand the impact of this even in information warfare. And back in 2012, MasterCard had an algorithm running for their main cards. And what the MasterCard did is they were able to get to where they could predict what a person would purchase one year in advance to the day. Now, how is that possible? Because it's not forecasting and it's not some sort of crystal ball. What it is, is it is an ability to use the resources of advertising, which is information warfare, and to influence a public to an end goal with an underlining message from MasterCard that has paid for this whole thing. And ultimately... They're able to match the influence of the physical cultural space with the purchasing power of the unit of measure or, or tool, which would be the MasterCard, and they can bring it and wrap it into one date. Now, think about what I'm telling you here, because this isn't some sort of crazy voodoo we're talking about. This is literally being able to use the advertising agencies for what they do so well, and they are able to use that influence to literally influence you down to a specific day. And you will purchase something on that day, and on that day, they own you. That is truly one of the easiest ways to describe information warfare. PSYOP would be this. PSYOP would be an image you would put inside of a video. Not that I've ever done this. And you put, say, a flag of a particular country in that video. And as the members go to the poll, they are seeing these videos flash through them. And they're not realizing that in the psychological operation realm, you're now seeding in a new answer for them. And you are brain influencing them to such a degree that they will change their orientation like on a vote. And they will end up voting somewhere else because they've seen an image of, say, a flag. Or they've seen an image something embedded deep. We're talking subliminal stuff. That's one aspect of this. And it's important to understand the magnitude of all of this because the information space is dynamic. It includes cyber. It includes psychological operations. It includes information warfare. And as all these pieces come into play, you're walking into a, into a battlefield that has controlled everything in this space. But, and here it goes, the power of one. So the... Build up on all of this is pretty clear that what we are literally dealing with right now is a massive threat that is able to influence the public to do what it wants to do. If you have any questions about that, wait till Black Friday and turn on the TV and watch that for about 10 minutes. You're going to have people killing each other over a free TV. But there's a tremendous amount of power in the information space, and it's not being managed for anything other than evil. And so in doing that, when we're looking at the magnitude of this event that's happening across our globe right now, this is about killing off the system of humanity in which we have known. It's killing off the root and the relationship that God has with us, with man and woman. It is literally taking out the, the entire global system of humanity, in particular those in the West, to wipe them out and replace them with something new, which is all these immigrants they have coming in. Now, why is this all this framing into information warfare? Because it's critical to understand what's going on here. 
You can bypass the influences of information warfare. It's not easy. One is become aware. You have to spend time being aware of how things are communicated. What is it? What are they going to be doing next? And part of that is having enough insight and function in what they're doing to be able to look ahead and say, okay, where are we going? And the only way we can really do that is if we step away from the framework of information that they are spewing into us. And what is that? And that is giving yourself a biblical lens on all things and relying heavily on the word to help filter out the garbage that's being poured down upon you. And it literally is. I think if you could see yourself the way they see you, you would be standing in a field holding your Bible as they pour over a 55-gallon drum of liquefied cow poo, and they're going to do it again and again and again because that's literally what they're trying to do is to control everything in this society through the influence. And why is this so important? Because when you can control the perception of reality, you can disarm the people with the physical aspects of their defense because they will literally go along with it willfully and they will give up everything willfully because they've been enticed and persuaded to go into this place and do so on using their free will. Information warfare shapes the modern battlefield. And unfortunately, we are the battlefield, a big one. And it's one that we're going to have to continue to fight for and get back through this way of looking at God's word regularly to try to fend off the crazy stuff that's going on and get back to the root of protecting our families, our children, and freeing this nation once again. Patriots, one of the things that's actually very, very clear is they are going to use food as a weapon system. That's coming. We haven't got through anything yet. In fact, the new system that I have here set up is in such a structure of where we are that we have to start looking at the entire place of how they're going to use information warfare against us and ultimately persuade us to use their systems and be dependent on them. That means food is going to be one of those critical areas they're going to use to break you and weaken you. Now, right now, we know that most of what we're seeing here is a breakdown of the, of the critical systems across our nation. And those critical systems right now are things that we've become dependent on for the re daily reliance of things. Food is one of those. And even with an information warfare system like they have, they're quickly able to hyper-accelerate ideas and make it seem like they're worse to make you feel like you are in such subjective fear and in fear they control you. So you have to have in your system of your home preparation a food system preparation program that is anchored solidly in something you can count on. And that's why we have My Patriot Supply. So head on over to preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. And what are you going to find over there? You're going to find the three-month emergency food kits. Take a look at them. They're on sale, $200 off. Take advantage of them. Get one for every member of your family. And fight this war that we're at with a very reliable food system and something you can count on that's going to sit on your shelf for 25 years. So preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of the sale right now. It's pretty good. All right. Information warfare attaches to everything that we do. It attaches to the stock market. It attaches to your perception of cost to the grocery store. And information warfare has its mechanical pieces as well, which is even those things that like the traditional media outlets, but also the ideas of controlling Wall Street or causing changes in the cost of the dollar. 
all of these things change our perception to our reality and it changes our relationship to our freedom of ourself. The government that we are dealing with right now is a tyranny. It wants you to be a slave. We should all know this. It wants you to be a slave. And since people are so entrenched in the system of trying to go on the day-to-day, they're not able to realize that they're literally being shaped. Back to that MasterCard model. They were able to match the information advertising with the predictive analysis of the card. They were able to put the two together, and they can predict what your purchase will be one year in advance. That's massive. And that's also showing you the integrated grid of information warfare that is literally running this nation right now. So... We have to be smarter than this and overcome this. And the only way to do that, ultimately, is to step back from it. I don't know where everybody's sitting right now in news consumption, but I'll lay out a few things that need to be looked at pretty critically to avoid. Trump's trial is for one. It's an absolute clown show designed to distract you, keep your eyes away from things, and it's intended to emotionally involve you, engage you, and have you be hostile and even to the point of agitated to wanting to take action violently. This is part of the root plan here. The war that we have in the Middle East, or whatever that is now, they're trying to constantly elevate up the fears so that people will be part of and willful in, in protecting Israel to cause a massive war in the Middle East. But everything in our world is shaped for something. And the tools of information warfare don't have a limit or a bound in terms of what's been going to be used against you, but you have to find your pathway to avoid it, and then we know what that is. And that's ultimately looking at things through a biblical lens in our world and staying rich in the Word of God because it gives us discernment. We're able to start seeing things differently. You can start to see motives and mechanisms and patterns because the Bible's full of them, and information warfare is built on them. Because when you do an information warfare campaign, what you're going to first do is you're going to start feeling out your audience. You're going to spend time on the ground. You're going to start having some people going in there and getting ideas of what's the fear of people? What's, what are they most needing? What do they distrust? And so once you get that framework, you begin to understand how to penetrate them and how to use against them. I've used this example before. I think I even used it this morning, but it's really important to hear. Someone asked me once, what would you do to a nation to break it down? How would you destroy a nation? And I said, it's pretty easy. Using just information warfare, I would seed in a nation. I don't know how much I would seed. It depends on the size, but I would seed a, a solid foundation of pornography in a culture, and then I would step back. Because what will happen then is that's like a virus that runs through the culture. And as it runs through the culture, it's going to be self destructive in the way it works. It will be able to clean out and cut out and destroy the family, destroy the man, and then you can disarm a nation just with a bunch of nasty images of sexually exploited women. And you control the seed of the nation. So where we go back again to what is it that's going to free us from this and keep us in alignment with God and away from these other things? Obviously, staying rich in the Bible reading the word, understanding what you're looking at every single day, translating what you're seeing every day into the word or through the word. But there's also a very important critical thing. To, you have to start looking at the addictions that you have, whether it's news, that's an addiction. The obsession of information consumption, it's an addiction. And one of the most rancid ones is pornography. 
These are our part of psychological and information warfare methods that are being deployed on mass scale across this nation. And if we don't take a control over this, it will destroy us and we'll have no chance to recover. The whole idea of the eugenics program, like I've already mentioned, that was shield, shielded by information warfare and shaped by information warfare. So back to our place. I mean, when you get into the word and you get, you're holding there in that truth that you're trying to find and you're speaking truth to power, literally, you're starting to get that through the biblical lens. You're going to start breaking down the power and controls of information warfare because what informational warfare also relies on is your willingness to follow their narrative, to join them, and ultimately give up on what you already have around you. It's insidious. And it's been legalized to be used anywhere in the public or private space. And that's unfortunate. And the Pentagon is scrambling, like we said at the beginning, to try to stand up some form of a information warfare center. Train troops to deploy rapidly. And I always laugh at this because all they have to do is go to Wall Street and hire Fifth Avenue marketers. And they'll be right in there because these guys are ruthless. I said, somebody said once, dude, this isn't very threatening. And this is referring to information warfare. I was dealing with some special forces guys. And they said, they were like, like look, we know what evil is. I said, I don't think you do. I said, let me tell you what evil is. This is the information warfare guy, the, or the advertiser guy who he's an information warfare master, if he's good. And so what he wants to do is he wants to sell you a product. A product that he knows that it will disrupt your family, your kids will want it, you'll be buying it forever. You're going to change the values in a family. And he's going to find a way in. And from a normal moral perspective, people would say, okay, well, let's maybe change our message. No, what he's going to do is tailor that message to a child. And once he gets it seeded into the children, he doesn't have to worry about it because the children will repeat it over and over and want it. And then the parents will be forced to subdue. And those that say, no, they won't, are going to be in a real pickle because you're going to be dealing with the whole rejection and social engineering piece of children wanting to be associated with the other. Marketing is ruthless. There's no limitation. And if you start to look at the spillover of marketing into information warfare, into the way our government works, you're starting to see a pattern. There's no limit on what they will do. There's no morals. There's no ethics. It's about one thing, selling a product, getting it in somebody's hands, and then continuing with the next phase to appease investors. So what we really have to be working on right now is understanding the clarity of the environments we're in and be cognizant about it. Remember, your dollars vote. They'll vote bigly. So if you're going on to, you're doing your daily shopping and you're looking for things and you start voting or buying brands, name brands, you're not going to be winning a war. You're contributing to their efforts. You have to start being cognizant of how we do in everything. What's influencing you? Where do we find that influence? How do we identify it? And some of the most easy ones to do that with are the aspects of what are you designing, what are you purchasing, and why are you trying to purchase it? Those are big deals. Okay. And as we deconstruct and pull ourselves away from a mainstream system, it's saturating us with information warfare. You, have to, you get to a place where you can start thinking clearly and stepping away from this matrix of lies that's all around us. And quite frankly, I've said this before, 
Patriot news channels can be just as guilty as others when they start to get to the place of worrying about hits and worrying about their revenue streams. And unfortunately, they're very easy to capture and easy to influence others with them. So right now, our war is on a global scale. It's not getting any easier. And a lot of this is because so many people are exhausted. They've been worn down over the years. They don't have much defense left. And all they really want to do is just get through the day. Maybe have dinner with the family on Christmas. That's a large percentage of our country right now. And that's a large percentage of people that have managed to step in and agree that information warfare in as a system is the new normal and not question it. So we need to dig. It has to be through a biblical lens. We have to push harder than ever before. And we have to find the God in it to guide us through. Ultimately, if we don't do that, we're in such a place right now that we will succumb to their vision of life and watch the things that we value slowly erode away, and that's happening anyway. And sooner or later, you're going to look around and say, what happened to God? And you're going to be like, ah, we upgraded him. We went to a one-world religion. So this isn't going to get easier. That's the bottom line, which means our prayer efforts, our clarity through Scripture have to get greater. It means that the Bible becomes less of something. It doesn't become less, but it isn't just something to worship. It is literally like this channel is called. It is a field manual for war. It has everything in it for us to discern what is going on, to identify the principalities and things that are engaged with, how to separate one from the other, how to pray into it, how to isolate it. All these things are in Scripture. And the lessons that come from Scripture. And we have to keep that sort of high-level clarity because otherwise we are going to get caught in the crossfires we don't need. When you start to look at your agencies that are deeply corrupted that have some of these massive tools, and people ask me all the time, like, you know, what are we going to do? How do we do this? And ultimately, in a counter move of information warfare, it just has to be simple, effective, keep it, keep it simple, stupid, kiss. Simple, clarified, Keep it simple and make it effective and exploit every single thing you can do to awaken people. So a few pointers on the end of this as we start to close out. We've got a lot of people that need to be wake, woken up. We have to be creative because they're still highly held into the matrix and they believe in the matrix in so many ways. You have to start using resources of things that they themselves might very well be influenced by, but that no media system will be will ever look at. One of those, and I've mentioned it before, are light poles or power poles, whatever you have in your neighborhood, because it's the one place that you can always put information up for a missing cat or a missing dog, and everybody will see it. And even when they're driving it 20 miles past the thing, your eye will pick it up, and everybody always does, and they want to see what's on these poles. You can use those using flyers that are simple and direct with a simple message that people get, and you can distribute those all around your town or your county and use them on these polls so that people are looking at something and getting an embed of information that they might otherwise not have. So the other part about information warfare is your phone. Phones are hard to break from right now. 
It's not that you can't. There's some smartphones out there, but you still have to deal with a deluge of information that's corrupted. Change the colors on your phone and go to monochrome. Go to black and white. You'll find that the addictive nature of that and your need to stay obsessed with everything on the updates diminishes pretty quickly. Matter of fact, you might find it initially painful. But take control of the domains you can in your environment so that you're not influenced by these things. And if you're a high, high user of internet time with research, find a way to break the cycle. Research different hours of day or whatever you're doing. Give yourself some space. Get away from the computer. Breathe air. And most of all, pray. Now, I've covered a lot of things tonight on the range of stuff. Not anything specific, but over a broad brush on a lot of information warfare and the techniques that are involved. The biggest thing is to understand that this warfare is far from over. And that what's going on, even when you see like something where the activity falls, it doesn't mean it's there's nothing going on. These people are insidiously crazy and they want to control you 100%. And the easiest way to do that, like I said earlier, is that all they have to do is convince you of a perception that may not be true at all. But if they convince you of it, you've, they've taken a bit of your power and little by little through the information warfare activities and then the psyop elements of creating false flags, they're able to get to the one thing that this country has that they want desperately because it's the only way they can ultimately conquer us. And what is that? They want your guns. So fight. Be creative. Be aware that this war is an information war. It's massive. And it is something that, as we have talked about the digital army and all of this, this is time to repurpose and refocus at a critical hour so that we can push back on this, disrupt it, and at the same time use it as an amazing mechanism to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ into the world as one of the great foundations to fight this war and defeat this enemy. All right, patriots, let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you for this time we've had tonight. It's kind of given a broad brush perspective on a lot of the information warfare challenges and threats we have. And so what we're really blessed and praying for tonight, Father, is a download of epic proportion. The people will really, literally receive the knowledge that they're looking for to start a process of creating counter-narratives and counter-operations and being engaged in what our lives are like not from a, just a blind reception, but to be able to challenge, to question, and ultimately disrupt and potentially destroy those elements in their communities that are causing problems. This is also the age of accountability, Father. So we pray for the ability to bring these people to justice, to identify them and mark them, and ultimately to let them know that as they continue and we gain more legal footing ground, especially with common law, that we can actually hold them accountable, arrest them, and charge them with crimes against the state or even the federal government. There are answers. So, Father, we just ask that you'll continue to open our minds to what those answers are, to lead us to that place again so that our, and to ultimately be able to wage war in such a magnificent way to destroy the strongholds and set your people free. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, Patriots, a lot to cover tonight, a lot to consider, but it's important. We've got to get to the root and get to the core. That means breaking what we traditionally do is comfortable. Start looking at how you consume information and equally looking for how you're going to deliver information of the truth. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. 
God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow. 
For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.